Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. We've arrived at our first destination. Hello everyone, this is James and this is the first stop of your journey with me. In this episode, we will look around and process the world we've stepped into the moment we decided to begin with our own independent lives. The world we came to know about at that life-changing moment, we officially became adults. Welcome to Journey with James and I'm so happy to have you here with me. We've booked a very special seat for you in this podcast where we discuss all things about adulting, traveling, and improving your English. This is episode one. Welcome to the real world. Welcome to the real world. It sucks. You're gonna love it. <laughs> A lot of us might have already heard of this line everywhere, but for those who do not know, this comes from the incredibly famous 90s sitcom called Friends, which featured the characters of Ross, Rachel, Monica, Chandler, Joey, and Phoebe. And this story is about the lives of six adults braving through everything together. This iconic line was said in its pilot episode where Monica, one of the main characters, said this line to Rachel, who back then was just beginning her independent life away from her family. In this line, we can hear the phrase, the real world, and I think it's one of the most commonly repeated words among adults, especially today. However, the concept actually comes off as a blurry one because for some, it's a good thing and for others, it's not. But no matter what we personally think of it, it all boils down to the fact that this is the kind of world we adults are in. And it's the kind of world that we are expected to function and navigate in. Now, I picked this line as the first thing for you to hear because I think it talks so much about what we're going to talk about this time, and that's the real world. The line itself pretty much defined the series because later on, we see each of the six characters go through their lives as adults, and we follow them in their successes and their failures. We witness how they rise and fall in their career, their romantic relationships, their family relationships, we've seen the people they've lost, and many, many more. In the story, we've seen Rachel, Monica, Chandler, who have lost their job. We have Ross, who had trouble putting up a family. And then Joey and Phoebe, who just couldn't get a stable source of income. But if we think about it, these things resonate to what we're going through right now. That's why I say that this series and that line are both very honest ways to put the real world in picture. Because the truth is... It is a combination of all the things we expect and we do not expect. And the harder reality is, no one could have really prepared us for it. And now even crazier is just as how it happened to all of the six characters in that story, our struggles in the real world are never the same. We all have different things to deal with. We all had different sources of stress. But the beauty in that is it only means we have different stories to tell. That's why we could really listen to other people and learn from each other's experience because while we are all on the same page, 
our paths are never alike. And that brings us to the expectation, the common expectation that all of us adults right now are already equipped with all the life skills we need to make it through. Let's think about that. We'll be right back. Now, speaking of making it through, does anyone here know exactly what to do to make it all easier? I'm sure we would always just want to sit down and listen to know that secret, but it is not that easy. There is things we need to unlearn and definitely a lot of things that we need to learn. And most of these are what we call life skills. Life skills are also called adult capabilities. These include the ability to manage work, family, and relationships successfully. It also includes planning, focus, self-control, self-awareness, and flexibility, among many, many others. See, the thing is, none of us are born with any of these, but that doesn't mean that we cannot learn them. And so the real question is, where and when do we learn them? Or when should we have learned them? Do we remember how our parents and teachers have said that they were air quote, preparing us for the real world? Back then, were they actually referring to the subject or courses we were in? Or was it the study habits and culture that they were trying to build within us? You know, as a teacher myself, I always have my students ask me what our lessons have to do with their lives in the future, especially when we talk about grammar or literary terms. But if anything, it actually delights me to see them think about their future and also contemplate on the usability of these lessons in their adult lives. Well, of course, they wouldn't remember the discussion we had on nouns, pronouns, or even Shakespeare or whatnot. But honestly, my hope is that through the challenge and difficulty these lessons bring to them, they will at least learn to be resilient and persistent to rise above discomfort and any setback because that's what adulting is mostly about for sure. I know this is just the tip of the iceberg, that's true, but I do really think that every parent, every school, and every teacher of today should really focus on, if not shift to, intentionally teaching life skills as a key tool to surviving the real world. That's just what we need. Now, fortunately, a lot of educators have already started working on this with research and making it part of the overall student experience. I've read about Slater High School, which debuted their Life Academy, a program designed to teach students skills like research, family planning, legal rights, budgeting, etc. in their early dismissal days at school. That's actually really cool. Now, this reminds me of the same thing in my former school where I worked back then in the Philippines, where we actually have a subject called life skills, and it's the school's flagship program. In it, the students are taught to go through several activities and experiences that focus on mental health, decision-making, respect, standing up against bullying, mindfulness, among many, many others. And I also think that's actually really smart. See, the reality is, teaching life skills doesn't even require a drastic overhaul in the school's curriculum. A little can go a really long way. So if we know or have heard of any school or organization in our hometown who are conducting activities that teach life skills, the best thing we can do is to support them. 
We'll be right back. We may wonder, what will happen if we don't teach life skills or learn it? Well, it'll lead to what many individuals, employers, and companies are already facing right now, a skill gap. This phenomenon seems to have always been there, but because the pandemic has greatly changed the way we in the industries work, the life skills gap has become a real thing and more so bigger. To give you context, a 2022 article from Future Learn has explained that research shows that by 2030, that is seven years from now, about 20% of workers may not have the skills needed to do well in their jobs. As a result, many of us could find ourselves being less productive, less satisfied with our work, or even out of work completely. But if you try to think about it, isn't that happening already? I personally couldn't count how many times I sat down in my desk or stood there in front of my students and felt like I am such a bad teacher or I am so unproductive or just not satisfied with my work. And thinking about it, I know it's not because I'm stupid or I am not well-trained. It's simply because I feel like I'm lacking something to meet the expectations of my job. And that really haunts me and that kind of puts me in a little sort of depression. Does that also happen to you? Furthermore, into this research, it tells us that it is becoming harder for people to find a job in the industry they want if they don't have the right skills. This is quite alarming, but you know, others believe that this life skills gap still doesn't exist and that it is a lie. They argue that employers just have happened to started looking for workers with more additional skills or abilities. That's valid, but we need to understand, however, that the real world is really getting more difficult difficult, especially with this research output that we just mentioned. What these people do not understand is these additional qualifications refer to those that were not taught to us in school, or at least in our case, or at least effectively, we have just learned them from the rude awakenings of the real world, from the making of uninformed decisions, from trial and error, from living life by playing it by ear, and all those things. Now, back then in December, I met with my high school friends, and it's been a long time since we've last seen each other. We're already adults, obviously, and we're all over the world. One of us came from the U.S., I came from the Middle East, the other one stayed in the Philippines, the others are also in other parts of the world. And it's so interesting that even if we have different experiences, or even if we have different careers, I am a teacher, the other one is a nurse, the other one is in the human resources, the others work for corporate jobs, but we just go through exactly the same thing and that is really shocking for us. That we don't even talk about it, but once we get to, we get to see that all of the struggles just fall under one thing and we just feel so unprepared and we feel so unqualified at some point that there's something missing. It is more so a reflective journey, but also that is one of my personal motivations as to why I'm doing this podcast. I've been a working professional for quite some time already, and one thing I realized is if there is one thing I wish I had more opportunities to learn or improve on earlier in my life, it would be the skills that actually matter in the real world. And I'm not talking about numeracy or literacy these are hard skills i'm talking about some of the other skills that we just didn't get enough time 
to develop. Now, you may be wondering, what are these skills that I'm talking about? Well, I'll be naming 10 of them. And these are the ones that I think are essential for us to survive the real world. But I'm not going to dive deep into each of them because basically these are the topics that we're going to work on in the rest of the episodes of this podcast. But what I want to say is whenever we get the chance to enhance or improve these skills, we should always grab them because in the long run, they're going to be our lifesavers. So the first skill that we need to survive the real world is mindfulness. It's being aware of what we are, who we are, and where we are and what we need. We also need empathy and compassion to be able to feel for other people and be able to understand what they're going through and collaborate more effectively. The third one is self-efficacy and self-determination. It talks about how we perceive ourselves to be capable and able to do so many things. It has to start with us. We have to trust ourselves and believe that we are able to do so many things than the limitations others have set for us. And there goes the next one, problem solving. Not only in the mind perspective but also for teamwork and interpersonal skills this allows us to see things in different perspectives and just really get a grasp of everything in a broader way and be able to come up with solutions with other people the next one is also equally important and that is critical thinking of course in this age of misinformation and fake news we all have to be thinking individuals and smart individuals who can actually think critically we just can't can't be manipulated by what we read or by what we hear, but we have to have our judgment to be able to come up with informed decisions. That's plainly necessary. And then the next one would be goal orientation and goal completion. This one really connects to grit and persistence. We should have a goal in mind that we really want to accomplish and we should not stop at anything in making it happen. It's really about pushing further, going further each time we take a step and bearing all the challenges to make sure that we never give up and we just don't let other circumstances overcome us or consume us at the end of the day. Now, I think the most relevant and the most resonant skill that we all have to have is what we call resilience or stress resistance. Of course, there are so many stressors around us already and we need to learn how to positively adopt to these ones and not let these get under our skin. When we are stressed, we're on survival mode and our senses are heightened and that is not healthy. I've been on therapy for quite some time and this is one of the many things I've learned that whenever we're stressed, our breathing gets affected and our physical body also suffers. So this is something that we need to really, really work on. Couple that with the skill that is called self-awareness. You know, it is our capacity to know what we want, to give attention to what we're capable of and what we are not capable of. We're never perfect, so we need to embrace our flaws and just understand that we can turn these weaknesses to opportunities for growth, improvement, and eventually free ourselves from commitments we cannot continue or promises we cannot make because that just adds up to everything. Now, the second to the last skill is what we call purposefulness. Of course, life is so much better when there's meaning. How do you search for your purpose? How do we find our purpose? These are some questions that we really have to work on because it's never easy to know what we are here for. But once we do, we have to learn how to embrace that for sure. And the last one is what we call self-regulation or self-control. 
This is very important because it's so easy for us to react on so many things. Hence, we really need to learn how to control ourselves, especially when we don't get what we want or just when we find ourselves in a situation that we didn't expect. How do we turn it around into something we can manage? Half of the things that happen to us, we can control. The rest, we cannot. And we just have to accept that there are so many factors that play around that and that if we're able to rise above the situation, we'll come out even better. In as much as they all sound so many, these are really lifesavers that we need for the real world. It is never too late to learn these things because they are not as rigid as those that we learned from textbooks in school like math, English. These are the things we can definitely learn with and from other people. We just have to know what we're missing and give ourselves the resources we need to be better in these skills. That's why I made this podcast to be one of the resources for you and for sure there are so many others out there. It is important for us to learn more life skills because not knowing what we don't know can take a toll on our mental health and I'm sure a lot of us have gone through those pages already. But in the long run, addressing these will not only help ourselves but also prepare our younger generation to face the real world for what it is. It'll also close the huge life skills gap that is happening in so many places right now. So there we go. That's how we welcome ourselves and the younger ones with us here to the real, real world. We've talked about so many things from lessons we could learn from characters in a series to how schools really need to focus on teaching life skills as a survival tool for the real world and eventually knowing the 10 skills that we have to work on continuously to keep surviving in these really challenging times we are in. The bottom line is, the real world is one where we are expected to be emotionally resilient, responsible, independent, and mentally tough. It is where we actually realize that life isn't all about sunshine and butterflies. But the question was, have we been prepared for it? Perhaps not effectively, but right now, we have so many ways to keep learning so we can keep surviving. Now let's remember this, the real world can be brutal but it can also be beautiful. It can be boring, but it can also be exciting. It's all in what we created for ourselves and the decisions that we are making right now. It is and it will never be too late to keep on learning, discovering, and making the most out of life. That's why this episode is for you. Thank you so much for listening. Please do rate, review, subscribe to, or follow the Journey with James podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Hey there. Thank you so much once again for listening to my podcast. If you would like to share your story to be featured in one of our episodes or to send me feedback for what you hear, please send me an email through info.journeywithjames at gmail.com and I'd love to connect with you. Once again, this is Journey with James and I'll see you in our next stop.